This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, happy Friday, everybody. I am Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. It's Friday, September 16th, episode 3021, brought to you today by our friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse friends. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. You know what? I realized I probably should go wash my hands. I am so tired of pulling dead creatures out of my puppy's mouth. Like this morning, like a bar. He, I was like chewing on something. I'm like, what is that? What do you have? What is that? And he's like runs off. Yeah, I'm like, get over here. You come over here right now. And I'm like, it's a barn swallow that's oh, like clearly that- died. And, and and it was just it was just on the ground. And so I'm like wrestling a puppy to get a dead bird out of its mouth. And that's the second time that's happened. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> and I just realized as a horse girl, I came up here and sat down to go to work and have washed my hands. Oh, yeah. There that's, you go. That's, that's, that's helpful. That's, that's great. Yeah. Don't bite your fingernails in the next uh, 10 minutes. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Hey, we have Auditor Nicola. She is going to check in from the World Eventing Championships in Protoni, Italy, which looks absolutely beautiful. Oh, God. Uh, Pam Breeze, who apparently is an old friend of yours, tells us about her horse. How? This is hard house to say. House horse. House horse. This is spelled wrong. It's it's horse horse here. We we need house horse there. <laughs> See, you are like me. You're starting to just read what's written. I, I am. And some really bad ads. And in the Auditor Post show, I have something special. I haven't even talked to Jamie about it. But um, it's how often do you wash a certain thing? And I'm not going to say what the certain thing is until Your the hands, Auditor Post enough, show. Your hand's not enough, apparently. Yeah, not enough. How weird I brought that up, and that's the... <laughs> A couple people have been asking on Facebook, how do you watch the uh, World Eventing Championships cross-country tomorrow in Italy? And the only way I know to do it here in the United States is the FEI TV, and that's part of Clip My Horse TV now, which means it's going to cost you $17 a month. Um, now, you could sign up for it and pay for one month and then cancel. You can do that. So uh, if you want to watch it tomorrow, I think that's how, that's how it's going to have to happen. So I think F- all of FEI TV is part of... Clip My Horse TV now. I think it's all just one thing. I've never heard of Clip My Horse TV. Yeah, it's been around a while, and they made the contract with the FEI, I guess. So here we are. That's what you're going to have to pay to. But th- look at it this way. It's cheaper than flying to Italy. So <laughs> that. that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> Unless you forget to cancel it and you end up keeping it for 400 Which years. Which is what I do with every subscription. Jennifer and I went through them last week. We canceled about 10 things that I'd signed up for and just never used again. Like, But it's a special deal. It's like $3 yeah. a month yeah. for the first three months. And then like 10 years later, you're like, why do we spend $10,000 on this television network? Yeah, yeah I get exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Happy birthday to a couple of auditors this weekend, Joanna Stepka and Tanya Fleming. uh, I cannot talk today. It's Friday, and I am really glad it's Friday. Let me tell you what. I am really happy about that. My daily winning goes out to the auditors. I did something this week, which I'm going to tell you more about on Monday. However, um... I, I I was uh, I'm trying to do this cautiously. I bought a horse, Glenn. I didn't <laughs> I even know horse. that. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a horse for me. Like uh, I bought a horse for me, and I'll tell you, you guys. Just sell a horse? It's not important. Listen, you sold a horse to get rid of one horse, and now you bought another horse. I didn't sell him to get rid of him. I sold him to find him his person. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And now this horse mm-hmm. needed its person and I'm hopefully going to be that person. So yes, sight and scene 
from the great state of New Jersey, I bought a horse. Why can't you buy horses in the Midwest? Right? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So I've been having to figure out places. So a lot of auditors have helped me figure out places to put said horse that I will tell you more about on Monday. But I will tell you that it has been immensely fun talking to the lady on the phone who lives in Jersey and is from Jersey because I feel like I've been talking to our listener, Lorene, the whole time, like in my head, that's who I'm talking to because they sound just alike. Oh my gosh. So great. I love it. So anyway, I'll tell you guys more about that Monday, but thanks to all the auditors that reached out and tried to help me find a place to put him in New Jersey until I the ship I missed all of that. I was busy this week. I've missed everything. Look at that, all the fun stuff I missed because I didn't get a chance to pick on you about this yet. No, uh, I well, it'll have to Monday too. Yeah, you'll have to Monday, but I would also like to say that I did go. Um, I've had a crazy week, and thanks. Uh, who filled in for me, Lisa? Lisa, on Wednesday? she did a great job Wednesday. Yeah. Awesome, she's so great. I, thank you so much. I, I, I just I was a champion mother. I was a champion mom this week. Okay, so last year for Christmas, I got Lucas concert tickets to a band that he loves named Twenty One Pilots, and the concert was the closest they were coming was Dallas. And that's like a three plus hour drive. Or I can just hop on a flight because, you know, my husband works for American and they fly to Dallas from Oklahoma City all the time. So I checked him out of school on Wednesday. We on Tuesday. I'm sorry. The concert was Tuesday night. So Tuesday afternoon, I checked him out of school, hopped on a flight, flew down because Chad's in training. Of course, you can't predict airline pilot schedule 10 months in advance. And of course, good news is he was in Dallas, but I had to fly. Luke. The, the point was that they were going to have like a boys night and go enjoy the concert and hang out in a hotel. And uh, I was going to have a night just here by myself, which sounds so lovely, but I didn't get that. I ended up having to fly my kid down to meet his dad. Then they went to the concert. I sat in a hotel room in Dallas while they went to the concert, came back and we came home early the next morning. So that was my week. (laughs) So you sent the pilot to the 21 pilots concert. Of course I did. And I'm how'd a giver, that go? Glenn. I'm a giver. They <laughs> loved it. They loved it. They loved it. Love it. Luke is like, it's the best concert I've ever been to. And I'm like, you've been to like one other concert, but whatever. It's <laughs> I was fine. Just say how many concerts has he been yeah. to? <laughs> so it was great. So they had a great time. And, and I just, I like, I mommed really hard. I was talking to my friend, Larissa. And she was like, Oh really? Like the dad wasn't available to take him. She was like, you're better than me. I'd have been like, sorry, kids. <laughs> you ain't going. <laughs> so I, that's what I did to thanks to Lisa for filling in. She also gets my daily winnie. And one other thing you have going on, uh, and I think this will interest a lot of our listeners. Yeah, so I've decided to hold an intro course. The young lady that bought Stanley, this is the kind of backstory of it because it's it's coming up pretty soon. She bought Stan Lee and came out here and we were talking a lot about the Monty Roberts stuff. And she went home and she, her mom called me and her mom was like, where can she learn all of this? Because she loves the way that he is trained and she's decided she wants to train horses. So Stanley is an ambassador for Monty Roberts <laughs> education program, which is fantastic. And so she wants to come. So talking about going to California and all that, I was like, Chad was like, why don't you just host a course here? And so we decided, even though I don't have a covered arena, <laughs> um, October 23rd through November 4th, that it's, it's usually a 10 day course, but we can build in the weekend if we need, if we have rain one of those days or something like that. So October 23rd through November 4th, the course is 2,500 bucks and it is the intro course to they're your first step to becoming a Monty Roberts instructor. They also teach the course out there um, because he's Monty Roberts and their farmer's flag is up. Theirs is way more expensive. So um, if anybody is interested, you know, I, I, I just give me a call, email me, Facebook, Jamie, uh, Facebook is uh, Jamie Jennings, Fiverr Farm, Jamie Jennings, certified Monty Roberts instructor, or send me an email, jamie at horseradionetwork.com if you're interested. I've got just a couple spots left. All right, and we'll talk more about that Monday, too. We'll get more details there as we have time. But right now, we have to go to somebody uh, who you know from the past, and uh, I don't know much about this guest, so you want to introduce her? Yes, her name is Pam Breeze, and if you guys are listening and you're by a computer, Google Charlie the House Horse, because 
they did a special that Dodo came out and did a story. And so far she's gone like super viral and all this stuff because of her Mustang that lives in her house. So we're going to find out more. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Researchers have confirmed that as horses age, they naturally become less sensitive to insulin and more susceptible to health problems caused by too much sugar in the diet. One way to reduce the sugar content in a horse's diet is to replace sugar-laden grains with a high-fat supplement. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It is readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of sugary grains. Equijule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium-to-phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. Best of all, Equijule allows owners to easily replace the calories previously supplied by sugary grains. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijule. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Well, I'm so pleased to welcome to the show an old friend of mine, Pam Breeze. Pam is the founder of Pony Macaroni, and you can tell us more about that. But first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. So excited to be here. Well, I got to tell you, I was so excited when I'm scrolling on Facebook uh, and this this story comes up about this like crazy lady who keeps her horse in their house. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I know her. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you know, the crazy lady. (laughs) So a little backstory, Pam and I boarded at the same facility in Arizona, one of the first places I went when I lived there and we were able to get some lessons and, and do some riding together and. And uh, then uh, I also used your business to design. You did like cartoons of me and my husband and my dogs, my horses, and did our save the date for our wedding invitations. I I forgot about that. That's right. Oh, my gosh. They're so cute. Well, first of all, tell everybody, what what is the deal with Charlie? What's going on? (laughs) Charlie is definitely a nut. Um. He is, he's my Mustang. I've, I've had him for about six years. He's off the Navajo reservation out here in Arizona. And, um, everyone loves him because he loves to come inside my house and I let him. <laughs> How did that start? Was he like at the door knocking and you're like, come on in. Like what's, how's that start? The very first time I, I think I had had him like maybe six months and um, we had just ridden. I'm so lucky to have an arena at my house. So we were just riding in the arena and I just taken off all his pack and my, um, my phone, my ring doorbell did an alert and I was expecting a package for work that I, I needed to sign for. So I was like, shoot, you know, so I just kind of, you know, he was tax free and I just turned around and I kind of ran through my backyard into my house to go grab the door. And I like three steps in, I realized he was behind me, like doing a little slow, slow trot. And I thought he would stop when I got to my, my back door, but he just, and I was in such a rush, like at the door and he just trotted all the way through the house up to the front door with me. And that, that was really, I mean, I was dying. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. And I decided to the package and kind of walked him back out. But that's how he, he just, you know, obviously horses are so smart. So he knew how to get in the house. And I mean, I think it was the very next day I was working and I just heard his hooves on the wood floor. And I was like, you've got to be kidding. And it's just, it seems so long ago now because it's been almost six years that he's been doing it. Um, he doesn't come in every single day. I can stop him by setting the back gate um, to my yard. Like there's a, a little distance between the barn and my backyard and I have a gate there, um, which usually was open all the time. Um, so if I really cannot let him come in the house, I can set the gate. But otherwise he's in. He's in every day. <laughs> um, I have a Mustang who would much prefer Glenn. You know, Zeus would very much prefer to sit on the couch and just read the fridge and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a Mustang thing. I don't know. 
Well, the good news is that your gate keeps your Mustang out. Mine would not stop yeah, mine, that so work. that works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you're Charlie, lucky there. Charlie's too lazy to jump the gate, I think. It's pretty high. You're, oh, mine, yeah. mine wouldn't jump it either. He just opened it and ah. figured it out. <clears throat> so you are obviously having a horse come in the house and a lot of questions. Like, first of all, does he poop in the house? You no, know, he does not. That's my most common question. Um, he does not poop in the house. My puppy poops in the house. Um, <laughs> which, yeah. But, you know, twice he has. That's like full disclosure. Um, I Twice I've had him in the house when both times I was doing uh, photos for Pony Macaroni. So he was uh, in and it was, bo- it was weird. They're years apart, but both times it was in the winter. So I had shut the door behind him because like, I was going to keep him in for like a half an hour. And... Um, both those he both those times he he did poop, but he was kind of locked in the house. Um, he has never like on his own on a normal wander in has never ever pooped or peed in the house. Wow, well that's lucky. <laughs> that is lucky. Otherwise, the gate would be shut like every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, being in Arizona, obviously you have to keep everything pretty locked up in the summer. But a winter is it just kind of open all the time? Yeah, his visits are definitely more frequent in the in the winter. I always seem to have though, like some sort of baby puppy or pig or something in the house, so that even like this summer, I did have the back. You know, I you're right in Arizona, you, the air conditioning you don't want, but I do tend to have the door open a lot for my house because there's always some animal being potty trained. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, I, I have, have to interrupt to here. Have- I have to interrupt as as America's horse husband. Are you still married or were you married and he left you? How did that work with this? (laughs) So I am actually separated right now. It's not because of Charlie in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I will will say he was was not a fan of that at all. And there were definitely a lot of um, arguments um, spawned by Charlie coming in the house. um, He's a firefighter, so he's gone a lot. And he was like a detective. I mean, he would come home and he'd be like, Charlie was in the house. I know he could just tell, like it'd be a little tiny, like inch scuff on the floor or something. And he would, and I was like, I would lie. No, he didn't. You know, (laughs) this goes to prove though, Pam, we always say it. If you say it's either me or the horse, guess who's still living in the house? Heck yes. Heck yes. (laughs) The horses always come before the guys. I feel like y'all should know that by now. Like, why are we even discussing it? We don't hide it or anything. I mean, we're so transparent. Okay. I have a little hackney pony who would love to be in the house, but he would get into every, he would tear things apart. Why is your horse not knocking things over and eating everything in sight? I don't know. Honestly, it, it is still fascinating to me how Charlie changes when he's inside. So outside in the herd, he is like the boss. He's pushy with the horses. He's loud. Um, he's, he's, he's not wild, but he's definitely not calm out in the pasture with the horses. You know, he's always running around. He's bucking. He's always pushing someone out of the way. Um, and then when he's inside, he's, so different. He's so calm and quiet and he does, he just, he really doesn't get into anything. He'll smell things. He loves, um, I just posted last week, a photo of him. He loves looking at, I've got some oil paintings of horses, like in different rooms. He loves to go up and look at the paintings, like really close. Like he gets really close and looks at them. Um, he smells things, but like if there's something on the kitchen counter, um, he'll kind of get close and look at it, but no, he is so calm. He walks really steadily and calmly. It's bizarre. It's like he's a different horse inside. I don't know. I can't explain it. That is well, crazy. <laughs> you you do have some very fine furnishings in your home, so I know you would definitely uh, limit his visitation if he was, you know, breaking things. But <laughs> yes, that's cool. Now, how did the Dodo find you and do this whole story on you? And then I think you were on, what, CNN or something? It was. So it did start with the Dodo. I think, so on my Instagram for Pony Macaroni, a couple of the Charlie in the House videos last year went a bit viral. Like, you know, how it's just random. It's just, boom, it just happened. And um, so they found me through those videos. 
And um, I just kind of got a random call out of the blue one day, and it was them. And they they loved Charlie. They asked if they could do a you know like a three four minute um, video about him, and that was a really fun experience. I, they basically just wanted me. They're out of New York. They they gave me like this Google Drive, and they just said, "Do you have like a lot? Do you have any pictures and videos of Charlie?" I was like, "Uh." That's all I have. <laughs> I have one picture of my daughter on my phone. It's all my horses and dogs. So I just, they, they said, even if it's just, you don't think it's a good video, just any video you have of Charlie, just send it to the Google drive. And then, um, I did like two zoom videos with them where they recorded my audio and they just asked me questions and they put together that adorable little like three minute video of, of Charlie and so then that led to, it's kind of like a domino effect, you know, um, people magazine, Charlie got into people magazine into the tabloids where he belongs. <laughs> um, and, and then, um, also from the Dota video, the New York post did a, did a, a little article about, about him. Um, and then the other, only other TV thing I said yes to, it was, uh, it was good morning America. Um, it's probably what you saw. Cause I think it was, um, Will Gantz and I think his, the clip that he did was on different media outlets, like not just the good morning America, but, um, I ha I said yes to you, Jamie, but like, I don't, I mean, I've, I've said no to like tons. Of, I don't want to like, I mean, I, I don't want to like, that's not my goal, you know, to be just have Charlie plastered all over the world. So, um, but it's been fun. It's been fun. And I love people's reaction to Charlie. I mean, I know that he makes people smile and laugh and that's so, that's so amazing, especially with, you know, the news we have right now every day. So it's nice to have a happy story. So I've been happy to share it. Now a, a couple, you know, do you read the comments that people post? Uh, I, okay. So the Dodo was my first touch of this, right? Because everything else was my Instagram. So there, there are people that, that already love Charlie. I love Pony Macaroni and they hopefully like me. So I've, I'm used to just really sweet comments. So when the Dodo um, happened, I was actually back East um, in July uh, with my family this, when it, when it launched and I was really upset. Like I got really upset. I'm very, you know, I mean, I'm a human being and I, people are so freaking mean. I'm sure it's, you glanced at that. I, I did. I, I'm, it's just shocking. Some of the comments, like here's just a nice, happy story about a girl with a horse in her house. And like, who cares? And people are, I, I was going to tell you if you haven't, don't now there oh, are some stop. nice ones, but you have to stop. You can't do that. I, I, yeah, you have to. Well, I'm, I'm so excited for you. Now tell everybody a little bit about Pony Macaroni. And since this has, has business gotten busier? Yeah. It, you know, yes, it has. Um, it's, it's been fun to have, you know, new people find, find me through Charlie. I, I have to give Charlie like some, some percentage of my sales, I think. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Pony Macaroni, I started in 2013. Um, I'm an illustrator is my main trade. And I, I you know, do art. And but then my love is art and horses. So I kind of just combine the two. And I, I launched that brand. Um, I just try to have fun with it. It's, it's, it's definitely a colorful and whimsical equestrian goodies. Um, anything from breeches, stall signs, stickers. Um, I just try to have a lot of fun with it. Um, kind of like making things for myself when I was 12 or 15 or, you know, 16 years old, things I wish I had. Um, and I, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, your stuff is so cute. And like I said, you did such a great job with our save the date cards, which I know you forgot, but it was so fun. Everybody loved them. And uh, I'll, I still have mine. I'll keep it forever. Oh, Pam, so where can cute. people go and, and find you if they want to get a hold of you or see your stuff? Uh, well, I'm pretty good about posting on Instagram for, for, and Charlie makes, you know, weekly appearances. My Instagram is at Pony Macaroni Love. And then um, our website is ponymacaroni.com. Awesome. Well, I, I just, you've always been one of my favorite people on the planet and I know the world's a better place because you're in it. So we well, love it. And thank the you. Same way about you, Jamie. Oh, um, well, it is so nice talking to you. Let's not make it so long next time. Definitely. I agree. It's nice chatting with you too, Glenn. Thanks, Pam. Appreciate it.
Well, I don't think I could do it. Uh, first of all, your floors. If the horse can't have shoes on, you're, you're, your wood floors are a disaster. He's a Mustang. He doesn't need shoes. That's true. <laughs> I'd oh, have to Zeus put my rubber shoes. shoes on before he came in each time. Can you imagine the people that require guests to take their shoes off and nobody wears their shoes in the house? That ain't happening. Oh, So, yeah, I don't know. It's just stressing you out it if is, you hear it this is. story. It's stressing me out. And I would love to have Scooter in the house, but it's stressing me out. I don't think I could do it. This when, is not for you. <laughs> no. when tech, and by the way, I would get divorced. So. Yeah, you would. Oh, in a minute. <laughs> He's had enough of those animals to begin and, with, yeah. let alone in the house. WinTech has always made riding easy and comfortable, combining world-leading innovations in high-tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-care saddles. It's easy to see why WinTech is the world's number one synthetic saddle brand. The comprehensive WinTech Tech range offers not only cutting-edge designs, but improved standards and fit, comfort, and performance benefits for both you and your horse. It's time to ride, time to enjoy, and time to get a Wintech saddle. Find out more at Wintech-saddles.com. Jennifer's out at the barn right now, probably in her Wintech saddle. She rides in it every day. Well, let's head on over to Italy, where they're having a little world championships for eventing. And uh, Nicola, who is one of our auditors, goes to all of them. I, this is where I met her in person was at the 2018 uh, World World Equestrian Games in Tryon. We met there. So she goes to all of them. She has her group of buddies from England. She lives in England. She has her group of buddies. They go to all of these big championships. I want to be her friend! <laughs> and this place, it's called... Protoni, I keep wanting to say Protoni, uh, Protoni, Italy looks absolutely beautiful. So let's get her, see if we can get her on the line and uh, find out how it is. I don't know if they have cell reception. We'll find out. That's right. We have Nicola on here. Who is in Italy? How are you doing over there? Oh, good. Thank you. It's great to speak to you, Glenn. Well, I seem the only time we ever talked to you is you're at a world championships or something. I know. We do love coming to support Team G at Team GV, and we've had such a brilliant day. I think we could have expected a sub-70 team score. And your, tell us a little bit about uh, Protoni. What's that like? Um, so Protoni, um, the, the, the actual infrastructure is quite basic. There isn't, there isn't a single permanent building here. Um, we gather that it was where the Romans had their own Olympics. So it's almost like a natural amphitheater. And apparently it's where the Romans used to come out to holiday. So it's really green. Um, yesterday, the weather... T- today, the weather's much better, and I think the weather's going to stay better. But yesterday, it was, the, the clouds were quite low. So across the hills, um, it was quite atmospheric. And a few of the horses did find it quite spooky across the dressage. And, and you're, we're now so talking had- to you at the end of day two of dressage, right? The end of day two, yes. Um, have I got the screen in front of me with the scores? I think you guys have done really well. Um, Will Coleman posted a good score. Um, yeah, you guys are third. Um, Tammy Smith had a kind of early, and um, she broke uh, in the first extended trot to cancer, but then she pulled it back. Uh, so yeah, you guys are uh, number three with a 76 point. Yeah, I mean, we do have, I think, three or four in the top 20. Um, but when I was looking at Michael Young's score of 18.8, that's just unbelievably and, and ridiculous. I mean, it's just crazy. That's, it, that's just that's embarrassing. That's just not funny. <laughs> that's crazy. I know. I mean... He just had to, he's probably, in, he was in front of us earlier with his child. Oh, they gave, they gave his child an American flag to like wave as a joke, which is quite funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, he just came into the ring and he just had such presence and you're just like, here's the master at work. Well, tell us though about number two and number three, uh, well represented there from Great Britain, huh? Yes, uh, yeah, I mean, London 52, yeah, he's such, he's such a big horse across country, but when he comes in the dressage arena, he looks so dainty and light, and um, yeah, as for Yao Zingham, like, it's amazing that, that, you know, such a young kind of rider has done, has done so well, kind of early, early doors. And that's so, like, Laura so Collette, right? That Laura Collette? Laura Collette, Laura Collette's on London 52, right. yeah. Right, and she's in there with a 19.3, so not too far says, behind. I'm waiting for... Yes, and I'm waiting for the screen to come down. Here we go. I'm in. I'm in the VIP. So Tom seventh, uh, Monica Spence is seventh. Yes, Oliver Town in sixth, Tammy Smith fifth, 
uh, Alex Tuatian for China. That was a really great fourth position. And then, yeah, Yazing in third. But, I mean, she's very young. And I think it's only her second time representing Team GB. Well, she was she was at Land Rover this year. And, I, I mean, she's as cute as she is talented. Oh, my gosh. She's so cool. Yeah, she's she's a, she's one to watch for, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you'll be doing cross country tomorrow, and I'm sure you've seen the course and taken a look at it. Is that temporary too? Did they just put it up for this, or was there a course there? Yeah, I think they they hold they hold like the test event here. I think they do hold like maybe a three star here. Um, it's very undulating. Um, the ground's volcanic, so um, it's kind of got like a very specific way of going. I walked past Sticky Wagers. No, it's Chris Bartle talking to some FBI person saying that, like, it's actually quite, yeah, it, it, it's quite a sort of slippy, different type of way of going. Everybody's legs are absolutely filthy because it's just, it's just black. Um, so there's a famous jump called the slide, and they last had it in, um, apparently they have it in every championship. And it, I think they had the European Championships here 15 years ago, 2007, I think it was. Um, so it's called the slide. So you jump off the hill, and it's and it's a log, and then there's it's very steep, and then there's two skinny jumps at the bottom of it. So I think we're going to sit ourselves at the bottom of that because I think it looks like that that that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Uh, well, the rest of the court, yeah, the rest of the court is quite undulating. And um, there's some really nice kind of, I keep calling them the horse jumps, which I trying to think is funny. You know, of course they're horse jumps. But they are horses with like brushes on them. They're sort of, yeah, little, little horses. Oh, that um, is- but it's just really great to have all the nations here because we've had lots of kind of European events recently. But, you know, we've got India here with Senior Medicot, which was Bettina Hoy's ex-horse. And um, yeah, for China to be fourth, that's amazing. Team Japan are doing really well. So, yeah, it's just uh, the, the little town that we're staying in. I'm not quite sure they know what to do with all their sort of international visitors. They're like, what are, what are they doing here? <laughs> well, I know you got to spend a day in Rome, too, and you visited a winery. So you've been doing all the Italy things. Yes, yes, yes. We had a, I hadn't been to Rome before. Um, so, yeah, just like living in London. But, yeah, we've had a lovely day in Rome. I think that's kind of one of the fun things about coming out to these things. It makes you go somewhere new. There's lots of American supporters. Um, yeah, I'm standing next to a lady that's one of the Australian owners, and yeah, it's nice. It's nice meeting lots of people from around the world. Well, thank you for checking in with us. We really appreciate it, and have fun at cross country tomorrow. Uh, we've missed your WEG podcast, but it's absolutely it's it's not a WEG. It's it's definitely a world championship. <laughs> well, post more pictures in the auditor room. We've been really liking your pictures, so keep posting them. Will do. Will do. Nice to see you, Glenn. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I can hear all the atmosphere and everything. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it just sounds electric and so fun. Now, so going down a long hill of loose stones to jumps at the bottom, that ought to be interesting. I uh, mean, <laughs> I think the jumping horses, like, I know if we put, like, when I was at Monty's, like, they all of a sudden one day put up a horse statue, and I was riding by, and my horse was like, nope. Uh, and I didn't know what was coming. It just just horses seeing horse statues usually yes. is terrifying. It so it'll well. be interesting <laughs> to see. You better have your leg on, people. And uh, in case you didn't quite understand her, basically we're we're sitting as Michael Young's in first, Laura Collette from England is in second, Yasmin Ingham is third or third from Great Britain, and then Alex from China. You heard that, but t- t- so as far as the Americans are concerned, Tamara Smith is sitting in fifth, and she's only she's about five points off the leader. Uh, and then we scroll on down, and in fourteenth is Boyd Martin with Tesserleg. How old is Tesserleg? Sets are like, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a champion among champions for sure. It's got to be mid to late teens, right? Well, we'll have to find Will, out. Uh, Will Coleman sitting in 19th, and then uh, Lauren Nicholson is sitting 21st. So we're pretty well represented at the Worlds right now in eventing. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, if you guys are at a fun show or you're at an event or something like that, you want to check in with us, we love doing these. So just let me know and we'll get you on the air. But now it's time to do something very important, which we didn't get to do last week, and that is this. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but... 
Hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when we highlight some bad ads, either from Craigslist or Facebook. These are submitted by our listeners, and our listeners get put uh, their names in a hat for drawings that we do for prizes every month, provided by horselovers.com. I don't have the new prizes yet, so we'll hopefully have those for next week, and we'll announce those. But don't worry. If you're sending in ads, your name's in the pot. So they're uh, gonna be awesome. Yep. Yeah, so and we got a lot of listeners who submitted this time and tell people what happens if they submit. If you submit to uh, us, you get an entry for the prize. If you record it yourself, you get two entries. And if you record it in an accent, you get three entries into the prize. So the accent of whatever, you know, there it would regional ads um so the first one comes from laureen who has her own unique accent sorry you only get two entries laureen because it's you hi good morning this is laureen barden i'm gonna read a really bad ad and this ad is in somewhere in georgia come on laureen and do it. it's for horse boarding 850 dollars seriously comma we need boarders to fill our empty stalls before I fill them with horses for myself, and I really don't need any divorce horses, period. Wait, dot, dot, dot. You don't know what divorce horses are? No. Question mark, exclama- exclamation. Okay, I'll tell you. Colon. Divorce horses are the horses you don't need, but you find at remarkable prices that are once-in-a-lifetime horses, yeah, right, that you bring home and your husband gets so mad that he threatens you with divorce, lol. I have enough horses of my own and don't need any more, so we need to get a few more boarders in before I start. Hold on, Lorene, I'll be right back. Didn't you just get a horse? Listen, I do not. Well, I don't want to talk about it. I was. She's reading that. I'm like, get out of my, get out of my head. Lorene, this isn't Jeez. about you, right? This is it's not about me. I did not write this. Okay. I do not. I did not write this ad. Okay. Start shopping. I kind of like being married, but then there are days when I like my horses more. Dot dot dot. <laughs> we proved that today. I have a couple of stalls open right now, and I really would like to have them filled before this scary winter comes. It's supposed to be worse than last year! Exclamation! Question mark! Exclamation! I love coming into the barn to do night checks and hearing everyone munching on their hay or snoring curled up in a little horse ball. What the heck? I've never seen a horse curl up, but okay. That's almost as nice as coming out to the pasture on a warm, sunny day and finding everyone laying down, being lazy, and scaring the passers-by into thinking I have a pasture of dying horses, LOL. Remind me to tell you that story. The horses here are very well taken care of and enjoy their lives here. They are treated like horses should be. Is this a book? What what's going on? Like uh, that's right. She's not selling a horse. She's trying to find borders. So oh, now she's I have describing. To stick with it to see what happens. You gotta go. End. I mean, come on. Most of the time in their paddocks with a cozy stall right there to sleep in. Lots of grass or none at all. I have dry lot. I have dry lot for those who can have grass. Plenty of room to run and kick up their heels. It's horsey heaven here. Plus, with us being so convenient to everything, you will like it here too. So it can. Be your little slice of heaven as well! Exclamation point. Tractor supply, Atlanta saddlery, and Dover are right down the road, so it can be a little dangerous for you too. <laughs> so, if you are a new horse owner needing some guidance from your barn owner, a parent of a horse nutty kid, an experienced horse person looking for a quieter place, but like to have fun and have a good attitude, then shoot me an email about what you are looking for in your next barn. Tell me about what your horse is like, and we can see if we would be right for each other. Kind of like Match.com, but for horse owners looking for a new barn. I need to fill these stalls ASAP because because there's this cute appendix I have my eye on and a spotted mini mule, so please save me from getting divorced. Disclaimer. 
While the above post is written humorously, the poster wants you to know that she is happily married and is not in danger of getting a divorce. Well, well not, she's not in danger that's of the end. It sounds so. like it might be a fun place to board. Talk to you, you later. Bye. It sounds like is it's one of those places you would go and you'd never get anything done uh, because the owner would oh, talk you, nonstop. You can't board there. She's going to talk your ear off every time. This is the play. This is the kind of place Jennifer hates. because she likes to go out ride her horse she'll say hi to everybody and be friendly but she does not want to sit there for three hours and talk yeah wow yeah scary Um, (laughs) that was terrifying uh by the way sets her leg is 14 seemed older than that huh uh he's been going for a long he's he was pretty talented youngster all right let's see what's next allison sent this one in Bought at last month's auction. We need the stall this horse is occupying. Will not answer message. Located in Longview, Washington. Well, how the hell am I supposed to talk to you then? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, it's a picture of the butt of a very nice-looking paint horse. But Yeah, it's yeah. a fat pinto pony that yeah. they've tied to a, fa- a gate, the, a panel. Always a good call. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's the ad. Oh, Hannah sent the next one in, and uh, what is it doing? It's oh. eating a bag of chips. <laughs> so it's it's Shell and Pony, $1,000, $1,100 in Idaho Falls. And it's like a picture. Oh, it's eating a bag of marshmallows. That's healthy. 16-year-old oh. pony paint. <laughs> 16-year-old pony paint. I don't heard anybody say that. Usually it's paint pony. Uh, 16-year-old pony paint. Kids love here all... Wait. Kids love here just all grown up. Loves attention, comma, the letter N, marshmallows. <laughs> and it is a picture of a fat pony eating out of a bag of marshmallows, but its ears are super pinned. Like, they took a picture while they were, like, mid. Get away from those marshmallows! <laughs> Yeah, this pony's not hearing anything of your scolding. The, no. No. This pony's going to be a tough one, I got to tell you. Shetland pony. But for only $1,100, you can send them to Jamie's for a month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> Laurie sent this one in. Hi, Jamie and Glenn. It's Lori, and I've got an ad from Horses for Discussion in Michigan. It starts out, my gelding! Exclamation point. Needs a safe <laughs> place to land! Exclamation point. PM for details, located Conklin, price drop 3K or best offer, recently discovered a neck injury, and I'm unable to ride. Will trade for broke, broke, mare or gelding under 13 years, willing to throw in a new Corey Winty. Uh, a what? I don't know. Uh, that's spelled C-O-R-R-I-W-N-T-E. I don't well, thanks, even know helped. what it is. <laughs> and then there's a screenshot of an ad. I don't know if it's the same horse from Family Friendly Horses in Michigan, Indiana, and Ohio. River Mustang gelding 12 this year! Exclamation point. Pretty much decided I don't have the time this guy needs. Needs a cons- consistent, confident rider and a good home is a must! Exclamation point. Selling as project take him a while to gain anyone's trust but solid gelding. Broke Western in English loads, bays, ties, and hauls just fine. UTDN, everything, and we'll pass a PPE, exclamation point. Not for beginners, 3500 asking price or willing to trade for finished gelding must be UTD on everything and must be able to pass a PPE, exclamation point. So, she's got a problem horse, but she's willing to trade it for your nice horse so long as he's up to date on everything and can pass the PPE. Have a good day. <laughs> I love it. I, I see so many people that have like perfect, well-trained horses and they want to trade them out for like completely crazy green ones. That, that It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah there's all so the many time. of those people out there. Yeah. yeah. You know, notice never anybody's ever like looking to trade my very well-trained, perfect angel, sound, sane, and under 12 years old for a horse that really might hurt me. Right. So yeah. <laughs> signing up for that today. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Katie sent the next one in. It looks like a Facebook. Are you looking for the laziest off-track thoroughbred ever? Diva is your girl. Six-year-old mare. 
16 two hands easy keeper. She isn't motivated to move faster than she has to. She'll stand for hours in the cross tie and enjoys wearing all the sparkly, matchy-matchy things. Loves water to the point we had to remove the big water trough from her paddock to stop her from swimming in it. <laughs> Under saddle, we've all had one of those. Oh, just make a mess. Under saddle, she is all woe and no go. Brave to jumps, but in no hurry to complete a course. <laughs> Selling her because I was hoping for a forward jumper, but ended up with a natural born hunter. <laughs> I, th th I'm tired thinking about riding that horse. This is a horse husband horse right here. If she just said perfect horse husband horse, this is a perfect horse husband horse. Yeah, it's all about marketing. <laughs> yeah, this is perfect. No go is what we want. Uh, what I want. I don't know. There might be horse husbands that like to go fast. Uh, D sent this one in. This is I don't know where this one is either. Have anything horses related or any horse panels or gates or anything is so needed as well as desperately needing a 2500 truck, consider donating to a horse re rescue and get a huge tax write-off or sell cheap and I will buy cash as well as tax write-off if you sell it cheaper than it's worth. Thank you. Okay, let me just say that anybody who says I'll give you a tax write-off, but they spell right wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so W-R-I-T-E, not R-I-G-H-T. It gets you a tax write-off. <laughs> I don't have any clue what she said. I really have no idea what she was talking about. And, and also, if they say they will give you a tax right, R-I-G-H-T, of, instead of off, like, okay, don't trust that person. Does don't Facebook trust that charge person. for punctuation? Is that why we never see <laughs> Good point. Emily sent the next one in, and God bless her. She's our Alaskan listener, and she uh, sent us a post from Alaskan Horses for Rehoming. There's a Facebook page for everything. Too tall for a short round man. Firefly is about as gentle as a dead pig. <laughs> Oh, my God. Why is that a selling point? <laughs> she has been ridden up and down trails to the beach and the river and around traffic for only being three years old and standing a measly 16.1 hands and a world of color. Be hard pressed to find another like her. With that being said, my step stool is broken and she Looking for new home. Someone who wants sweet, loving ride. If you come visit her, you'll love. Oh, she been driving on a sled also. She says she liked to have 75 egg emoji, 75 egg emoji, egg emoji. Eggs help her hair coat. What? <laughs> It's Facebook. You're not allowed to put prices, I guess. But I don't. But get then, the whole why egg would thing. they write eggs help her hair coat? Like, is are you trying to like? Does she need seventy five eggs a day? Like, it's what Alaska. What do we know? You know what? She all you need to know. She's gentle as a dead pig. And what's amazing <laughs> is that was not a statement from an ad in the South. That was Alaska. Yeah, and the way it started, too tall for a short round man, could have been out of Georgia too. <laughs> I mean, just... I know the whole thing screams itself. I don't know what. She's uh, gentle as a dead pig. I've heard <laughs> that good is a things. first in all our years of doing this. Yep. <laughs> all right, Tara sent this one in. She's from Texas. Hello, this is Tara in Texas. It's been a minute since I've done one of these. This is from TSN, Texas Sport Horse Network. She's a 10, but we need to break up. Sadly offering my lovely mare for sale or trade. Please buy her before we become a Taylor Swift song. We just don't get along. I've not had the time or consistency to develop her potential. She deserves better, and I need a little less horse. Pretty sure she hates me. <laughs> Specs. Please note, I know nothing about this mare beyond the last six years I've known her. I got her as a project when she was rejected from a therapeutic riding program. 16 hands and very wide, approximately 16 years old, ridden English and Western, trails, roads, arena. Very easy keeper, barefoot, no maintenance required, solid walk and trot, haven't developed consistent canter transitions. Pros, gorgeous. Photos don't do her justice. Self-loads, trailers well, same horse everywhere. Healthy and sound, cool with kids, dogs, farm animals, etc. 
No bite, buck, rear, or kick. Cons. Can be nervous with the farrier and vet. Marish and will choose violence against other horses. Most importantly, about two years ago, she developed the habit of bolting while you are mounting. Yesterday, she also bolted while I was dismounting. I'm getting too old for this behavior, and I don't have the time, energy, or patience to work her through it. If you have someone to hold her while you both mount and dismount, she's an easy ride. As I am not Queen Elizabeth or Lady Mary, I do not. She's not current on Shots Coggins Ferrier as of today, but this is easily addressed. Located near San Angelo, Texas, asking mid-fours, and would happily consider trade for quiet gelding appropriate for light dressage and trails. Which we can all agree is a good ad with good information. But who wants a quirky mare in exchange for a quiet, sweet gelding? Bye! If only people girl, were going the opposite way, we could match make. <laughs> There's, There's a so lot much of long wrong. ads today. Oh, my God. Yeah. There was so much wrong with that. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know much about her. I've only had her six years. Yeah, I, what? I thought that was funny, too. And then the whole bolting while getting on and off. I'm too old for that. You're never at a good age for that. There's not a good age for that. Just, I don't care if you're 18 or 80. There's no good age for the bolting while you're getting on and off thing. By the way, Jamie can fix that in about a day. So Yeah, it's uh, yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, what Scott, we always like ending with Scott. So let's end with Scott today. Okay. Hey, this is Scott from Virginia. And this bad ad was was posted in Auditors this afternoon, and I just had to read it. It's posted by a girl named Keely with a picture of the tiniest little mini. And it reads, Okay, it's time Ozzy finds someone else to torture. I throw in the towel. He's 22 years old. Great feet, fat on just pasture. Pretty sure the devil decided to create him when he was bored, realized what he created, cast him to earth because even he didn't want to deal with him. Then God said, this is how you must pay for your sins. And I ended up with him. (laughs) Top of the totem pole, the effing tip top. My horses literally tremble with complete and utter fear when he's around. My stud colts suck their nuts back up. They're so scared of him. He runs them off their food. So I built them stalls so they can eat in peace. He's now learned how to open the pens and or scoot up underneath them. My horses won't even eat now because they're absolutely terrified of this tiny tater tot on toothpicks from the fiery depths of hell. I can't separate him because the only other area I have to lock him up is where their water troughs are. If I lock him up, they can't get water. But at this point, I think they would take dehydration over dealing with him. He may be up there in age, but trust me, the devil doesn't even want to deal with him. So he's alive. Healthy, pretty sure mortal, a prick, the tiniest menace to society. The vet says I have at least another 10 to 15 years with him, and that's enough to make me go 2007 Britney Spears. If you have someone you hate, a horse you hate, or someone whose life you want to make an absolute living hell, look no further. I'll pray with you, slash for you, and give you a shot of tequila before you leave with him. You'll need it. Edited to add, you better have a secure fence. He Houdini's out of everything. This absolute disgrace to the equine species has made me chase him all over Harris County. There are deputies who genuinely have PTSD from him. He's made me ride in the back of a police car. At one point, he made a neighbor threaten me. Please save me. Save my horses. (laughs) Save my sanity. Take him. Well read, Scott. Well done. I always feel like when Scott's reading it, like it's actually him saying the things. I know. I know. (laughs) I agree. You need this. He and Zeus could, you'd be in divorce court in like three days. Listen, I don't need anything else. (laughs) What a good description of this. And you could just picture this little mini just terrorizing everything that moves. Absolutely. Uh, Well, y'all have a great weekend. Glenn has something in the post show uh, that he wants to talk about. And I have a special guest to talk on that topic. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you, everybody. We'll see y'all on Monday. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Spay, neuter, guild. We're going to need this today. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. Jamie, do you remember the one day, and it caused a whole bunch of chatter in the auditor room, when you talked about 
the thing that you found helps you sleep better was actually washing your sheets like once a year from your bed. Remember that? We talked about that. Are you there? Did I lose you? There we go. I'm back. Sorry, okay. I was muted. <laughs> I had my special guests come up. Yes, I realized that um, I do sleep better with fresh, freshly laundered sheets. So we're making that a part of our routine. Well, I, uh, the special guest sure. sitting next to me is going to be very harshly judging me as I talk about that. My mother-in-law is oh, here with God, me because yeah, I, she's here in the house and I saw the topic that you wanted to discuss <laughs> and there's nobody who loves laundry more than her. So, um, well, here's I the topic. She was the perfect one. I found this article and it was off of a TikTok post. Some Somebody, a woman posted on TikTok, how often do you wash your bras? And apparently she sparked a furious debate after she admits she only launders or launders her bras once a week. Well, a couple of people, po- one person posted that they only do their bras once a year, and then a whole bunch of people agreed that they only wash their bras once a year. Do they not live in a hot climate where sweat happens? I, I don't, Listen. I, this I just totally don't understand. There's two sides to this. Okay. Bras are very expensive, like good ones. And if you put them in the washing machine, they're going to tear up. So then you have to wash them. Then you have to like go through your laundry and pull them out and hang them to dry and all that stuff. Because I learned the hard way that you don't put bras in the dryer because there's like under, I I can see, I can see you over there while I'm talking, (laughs) judging me. I think, well, that's two of us, by the way. Yeah. So now because I am mostly now that I don't have a professional, like office job i mainly wear sports bras so those get i do wear them a couple times typically but they're easier to throw in the laundry but as far as regular bras i think a year is a little long now i just thought i would bring in an expert to discuss this so i am going to invite my mother-in-law to sit down and have a discussion with you now granted glenn she knows me okay so you can't embarrass me because she has done my laundry for me because when we moved here, I didn't have any. <laughs> oh, like, I can't wait for this. <laughs> when she shows up, she cleans my house. Like she starts cleaning things and I'm like, and moving things around and in general, like setting things. So, so we are, we love each other, but we're very different. So I'm going to hand, okay, good. hand yes, I'm headphones I'm, over I'm to you. To this. Yes. Okay. Here you go. Here you go. So you put those, let's just like that. Okay. I have put them on your ears. This is going to be fun. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you talking. Now, oh, you, good. you have to talk very close to the microphone. I do. Yes. Right up close. About there an inch go. away. Uh, oh, okay. And what's your first name, by the way? Ronnie. Ronnie. Okay. So I need to ask you, how disgusting is she? She's disgusting, isn't she? She's a perfect woman. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. We've listened to this show for 12 years. We know better over here. (laughs) So this article actually says that a lot of people only wash their bras once a month or once a year. And that's just disgusting. It's wrong. You you have the, uh, not only the smell of the surrounding area that can permeate, but you also have your own body oils that seep into the material. And if your bras have, oh, if I can be so delicate. Oh, yeah. This is our our post show. You can say anything you want. Uh, (laughs) Well, especially if you have um, underwires, like like Jamie said, if you put them in the washing machine, they get bent. And they used to even come out of the material until they came up with, I believe, a like hard plastic okay. or something okay. like that. I really, and, you know what? Yeah. I still don't care. This is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So, so I disagree with that. I, you know, you should do your bras uh, probably well, about every three days. They or did. So. They, that's washing? what they they talked to a dermatologist who who's mm-hmm. at, from the Cleveland Clinic who said they should be cleaned every two to three times you wear them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're right on there. You're right on with that yeah. one. Uh, if you're not washing your bra for a month or a year, you're just basically standing it up in between uses, right? And, and, and yeah, and 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 that's it. It it um it, it the material just starts 
disintegrating because you can't have all the oils, you know, going into the material. The material will break down. Glenn, I can't hear you, but um, ask her how often she washes her sheets. I'd like to get her opinion. Oh, yeah. See, now, we're, we're, we had this whole conversation, too, and it caused quite an uproar in our auditor room. Mm-hmm. Um, we do ours once a week. Religiously, on Saturday is Sheets Day. So we wash mm-hmm. our sheets on every Saturday, regardless. We do them. Um, and I just can't stand when sheets go more than a week, and I can't stand even they get a little smelly. I'll sometimes change my pillowcase two to three times a week. So uh, where are you at the uh, washing of sheets? I I can do once a week or twice a month, which would be, you know, two times a month. But what I do is at the uh, bottom of the sheet, I put a bar of soap. And that is helps with my restless leg uh, syndrome that I have. So that's just a little tidbit there. And it also makes my sheets smell Good. <laughs> and when you wash them, they suds up. <laughs> no, and I and I like uh, bamboo. Uh, the bamboo sheets. It's it's part rayon, but uh, if you've ever had bamboo floors, yeah, they're we have the bamboo har- floors here. Yeah. yeah, those are the hardest floors, and the fibers that they make. You know, obviously they make bamboo sheets, and I am quite addicted to. I've never bamboo. tried those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to have to try um, this. Uh, try uh, Carolina. That's the brand name. I, I found those in Alaska on a cruise with my, at that time, 100-year-old mother, who's now 105. I know. We, she just had a birthday or something, didn't she? <laughs> she did last yeah. week. Yeah, uh-huh. Jamie wished yeah. her a happy birthday on the air, which 105, that's just incredible. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, this has been, you know, I hate to see the article from the same people about how often they wash their underwear. Because I don't want to read it. I don't even want to see it. Because if they're only doing their underwear once a year, how do you date, by the way, if you only wash your bra once a year? Uh, Probably don't. (laughs) Not well. That's how you date. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, Tell Jamie I do need to talk to her after the show. All right. Here she is. All right. I don't know what you were saying, but she had an evil laugh going on there for a minute. (laughs) All I'm going to do is this. Okay, boys and girls, we're done here. Now go ride your horse. Thanks, Ma.